Emperor Trump? Emperor Trump. Adam Reeks, HerdMentalityFakeNews.com. Do you categorically deny ever being into water sports? No, I didn't. I, well, let me tell you. Let me just tell you what I do. When I leave our country, I'm a very high-profile person, would you say? Well, absolutely. I am extremely careful. I'm surrounded by bodyguards. Yeah, uh, I'm surrounded by people. And these Russian glamour models. And I always tell them, anywhere, but I always tell them, if I'm leaving this country, uh -huh. be very careful. Hi, Svetlana, Natalia, Sasha, good to meet you. Because in your hotel rooms, and no matter where you go, you're going to probably have cameras. I'm not referring just to Russia, but I would certainly put them in that category. Oh, ladies. And number one, I hope you're going to be good anyway. But in those rooms, you have cameras in the strangest places. Cameras that are so small with modern technology, you can't see them and you won't know. They're small enough for you to use? You better be careful or you'll be watching yourself on nightly television. I tell this to people all the time. I was in Russia years ago with the Miss Universe countries, which did very well, Moscow, the Moscow area, did very, very well. And I told many people, be careful, uh -huh. because you don't want to see yourself in television. Cameras all over the place. And again, not just Russia, all over. Does anyone really believe that story? I'm also very much of a germaphobe, by the way. Believe me. The following Splinter View was featured on the Dogma Debate 24-hour podcast-a-thon, episode 285, part 4, and can be found at podcastone.com. A special thanks to all those herd mentalists who tuned in to raise money for Camp Quest in the USA. Seek the truth and free your mind at sensualsecularsexuality.com. David C. Smalley, welcome to your own fundraiser for Camp Quest. Hello, Adam. How are you, sir? Couldn't be happier to be helping out such a great cause. That's really what this show's all about. Great stuff. But I thought we'd take a few moments to learn a little bit more about the David Smalley from off-air. It's an important thing to talk about. Your favorite topic, as listeners would understand. Well, I, I guess I'm officially in a podcast war. Indeed. If I win, I'm going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there has never been so many lies, so much deception. Nope. This is nothing but the truth. Now, tell me how you first got involved with sensual, secular sexuality. I've heard a couple, a few listeners have come up to me at, at events and been like, so I did this thing I want to tell you about. Uh -huh. And you liked what you heard? I've been thinking a lot about this. And guys, I'm just, um, I'm going to sit here quietly while you do it. But I, I really appreciate being invited. So you went to an event? It, it was a blast. We had a great time. What attitude did you take when knocking on the door? I'm so out and hardcore. Yeah. We never know if it's going to be our last moment. So I'm I'm so thankful that we're all here right now. A positive start. I have an open mind to it. Good. Lots of people turned up to the event, mostly women. Are you sure about that? What makes a man a man? Why? <coughs> so mostly gentlemen. I, I literally turned my back on them. Ah, well, that's what we wanted to learn about. Did you perfect the Chinese donkey swing? And so you got to let all four of them do it so that you don't like one preacher better than the other? Exactly. But you've got to be careful with the backhand. That, that, could ruin the, that could ruin the vibe. Oh, I know. If I did it at my family event. Don't finish that sentence. If I did that. I guarantee you that would spark a prayer. Naturally. How did it finish up? I love you all, and it's an absolute pleasure in spending this day with you. Uh, thank you so much for giving me this moment. And then let go. 
went out on a bang. And then as soon as it's over, act like it never happened. We're learning so much today. I just want you to see all of what I think is true and shut up about it. Harsh but fair. Even your spouse. You don't have to go to bed with your spouse tonight. Now, hang on a sec. You take that exact same group and make it an episode of Dogma Debate. And I would have been leading the charge and Seth would have been more quiet. Don't name names. If it was an episode of the Raw Man podcast and we were up there and, and Aaron was hosting, we would have let Aaron host and sort of direct traffic. Aaron's implicated too? I would bring back waterboarding and I'd bring back a hell of a lot worse than waterboarding. Oh my God, we'd better wrap this up. Is there anything controversial you'd like to add? I'm not a big believer in man-made climate change. Right. Real change begins with immediately repealing and replacing Obamacare. That's troubling. David C. Smalley, thanks for coming on to discuss sensual, secular sexuality. Be careful out there. Try not to ruin relationships, but try to stand up for who you are and the things you do believe in. One, two, three, four, five. Exquisite. You've passed the test. And Tally, a little old lady, was mutilated late last night. Uh, okay. (laughs) Glad it wasn't me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was great. Oh, I, I, the way you said kick-ass music, I was trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know much about hard rock. <laughs> when you say kick-ass music, instead of going, some kick-ass music, <laughs> some kick-ass music. Oh, okay. Let's try that. Ladies and gentlemen, some kick-ass music. Welcome to the Herd Mentality Podcast, an eclectic non-weekly mix of atheistic, humanistic and scientific conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing, entertain you with some scintillating repartee. This is a listener-supported show and you can help boost quality and quantity at HerdMentalityPodcast.com and then click on support. Your contribution makes all the difference for the show and 10% of it goes to women in developing countries. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, found on Twitter, Facebook and Google+, and it's time to meet our guests. And joining me right now, I've got my own private hearing with Monster on Sunday, Stephen Tally Cass. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us on the show. Now, you've just put your baby down. Yes, <laughs> sort of. In the nicest possible of ways. You didn't follow your own advice with the, sh- with the song title there? Uh, no, he's not for eating. Ah, and if anyone's not aware of what we're referencing here, your lead single, I think, was uh, best coming from you. Yes, that's actually our first album. Our first album was titled Baby Eater, and it came out last year. And the one of the songs is a title track also called Baby Eater. And you've managed to rock this one out at, uh, was it Reason Con? Uh, Reason Rally. Oh, Reason, uh, Reason Rally. Rally 16, we played the after party, mm-hmm. which we have just released a couple days ago, the video for the full concert, and we're going to be releasing individual songs for the next uh, 10 weeks. Fantastic. And somebody who is a mutual acquaintance of ours, no illusions from the scathing atheist, and he, he really looks uh, like a hard rocker. He was in attendance, I understand. Yes, he was headbanging the entire time. Pretty badass. Of course he was. And that long, uh, luxurious hair just all over the place. <laughs> yes. We yeah. had a lot of other rockers there. We had R and Raw in the crowd. Oh, now that's intimidating. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Seth Andrews was there, but uh, he stayed in the back, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, sipping a cup of tea and 
<laughs> contemplating the finer points of life, yes. No, the Aaron Ra and Seth Andrews and Matt Dillahunty came down to Australia, which is not the hard rock capital of the world, for a tour. I was thinking about this before we had a chat. On the weekend, I lived just next to a beach and we're out there having a dip, you know, soaking up the uh, ultraviolet rays, getting skin cancer and all the, all that sort of good stuff. And the fun stuff, yeah. And there was a – the local church had a, a big sing-along on the beach and it was <laughs> it was really quite something. So the missus and I were just standing there in, in awe, you know, in our bathing suits and uh, drenched head to toe and these guys were singing along karaoke style with a guitar. And, and then all of a sudden somebody wanders down and, and goes into the water and he would have been in his 60s. So this is his – Ubuid Australian baptism, all the while being serenaded, and I th- it was a public space, and I was almost tempted to sort of stand up and go, "Guys, you're adults. Come on, let's be serious." Yeah, but, whoa. But what that would, is <laughs> it's confronting stuff. But it would have been, I think, a little more entertaining had we managed to get you in there at the last minute and rock out <laughs> some of your gear just on the beach next to them. Meanwhile, oh, yeah. the missus and I, bit of head banging in the water. It's so- would have had no problem drowning them out. <laughs> Especially if we set up the full drum set and did the whole nine. Oh, well, I mean, we don't do anything else. We've got the Marshall stacks and, <laughs> and you know, speakers. Every time we go on stage, we have enough gear to power Woodstock. So, <laughs> Summarize a concert for us. So for the people listening who haven't participated in one of your concerts, how would you describe it? Well, that's a question we haven't got before. I would say that from beginning to end, it's a mix of comedy because there's some really fun commentary by myself uh, in between. I talk about each song just a little bit, just a little snippet. Everybody gets rolling, laughing, and then we just rock the heck out of the songs. And yeah, every every you'll be able to see on our video that we have coming out, but you can see the audience and they're basically just full on into it. Expect a lot of nerdy atheist jokes. <laughs> It's a an obscure crowd, and that's that's a market that's untapped. I did see one of the videos on your Facebook, and there's lots of people standing in the audience getting very excited, holding up little digital video cameras, and presumably that, that got turned into the compilation at, at the end of the evening. But like I say, that is a, an untapped audience. There isn't a lot of specifically atheist music or, or music geared towards this segment of society, which is growing. So we've already seen an explosion of podcasts and the like and books and literature and and talks and conferences and so forth, but not so much the music thing. We've got Shelley Siegel and, and yourselves and, and a couple of others. And there's well, there's been a couple of people who have been on this show before, like DJ Tidy, who tries and slips in little snippets for his mass market audience. You know, he does a couple of songs called uh, Confirmation Bias and and similar things that his audience are more often than not not going to get. But if they go and stick that into Google, they'll hopefully pick something up. But the music that you guys play is very mainstream in the sense that this is hard rock, death metal sort of gear that many people will have heard before and can appreciate for what it is. But then when you sit and listen to the lyrics, that's something else. Yeah, we are not subtle at all about uh, the atheist topic. Every song that we've written relates to it and, or that Tally's written the lyrics for. Uh, of course, if you're thinking death metal and you listen to our music, you're going to be disappointed because you can actually understand the lyrics. <laughs> you're not like a screamo band or something. <laughs> you're not going to get rah, rah, jikata, rah, well, hang on, we just did. Gonna have- We're just right then. <laughs> I'll be editing that into some sort of uh, <laughs> this summer's hot hit. 
Um, yeah. It's funny because <laughs> when some people call our music metal or something like you just did death rock, you're going to get a host of a few people going, this is the worst death rock <laughs> band ever because we're, we're just not that really. So well, it's pretty funny. It reminds me of when we were trying out musicians and we had several death metal musicians come over and they're like, oh yeah, I'm okay with the atheist thing until they heard Telly sing. They're like, well, you can understand the lyrics. That's not cool. <laughs> I can't be part of a band that you can actually talk about atheism and people know what you're talking about. You That's need, not metal. You have to just growl it so it, you can't really understand, <laughs> and then it's cool. We'll just turn the so distortion up to 11. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I do that on my guitar so that she doesn't have to. No, but we actually want people to understand because we feel like this is an important topic, especially being here in, in the United States. I don't know how things are in Australia, but it's pretty crazy over here. Uh, with religion. Yes, we're aware. <laughs> a lot of my audience is based in the US. So, yeah, we, we keep abreast of such topics. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily into, I don't, I don't listen recreationally to hard rock. Perhaps that's the, the best title for it. So I've probably drawn a very bad parallel. I won't even describe what sort of music I listen to because I'll uh, make a fool of myself. It's terrible, but uh, I get some enjoyment out of it. And when, but when I'm driving, I'll throw on the radio in the car and I often listen to, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus FM or, or whatever the channel may be, not because of the lyrics, because I make fun of that while I'm driving just, just to myself. <laughs> it's my own amusement, but the music really appeals to me. I like the, the rhythms. It's very uplifting. Uh, you, you, you have this sense of being good about yourself until you listen to the lyrics and realize that everyone's born in sin. And do you see that that's something that you can use to penetrate the mainstream? So get more coverage there just based on the music? Yeah, that's interesting uh, that you mentioned that. Christian music is a huge thing here as well. In fact, if you go on like Sirius Satellite Radio, and you look up their list of the different channels they have, there's a giant section reserved for Christian music in general, and you can get Christian music in any any genre like jazz, rock, pop, easy listening, you name it. And um, I personally don't really like Christian music, and it has a bad rap, especially for Christian rock music, but there is some bands I really like. Like, I really like Flyleaf a lot. It's been one of my all-time favorites, but I'm just like you. Like, I love I love the passion, and I love the sound of the music, and everything is very inspirational, and it's just big and dramatic, uh, but the words, then, if you're really listening to it, is such baloney yeah, that it, it makes it a disappointment <laughs> or something to laugh at, like you said. So I guess we're in some way doing that. Our music might be a little one of the harder bands if you were comparing, but um, our music is similar. Mm. Yeah, well, but I mean, definitely, <laughs> definitely if you compare us to, to Shelly, for example, we're quite a bit harder than Shelly is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're good friends with Shelly. You know, we played our first our first show with her and our album release show with, with her. Uh, so she's given us a lot of support. You know, I, I personally can't stand Christian music. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I just I can't do it. It drives me absolutely fucking bons bonkers when I hear that shit. And I never did like it, even when I was religious. I just couldn't listen to that. But I do think there's something to be said for, I guess, some sort of crossover appeal. If if you have good music to back uh, your awful lyrics, then <laughs> oh, a funny little quick diddly. Mm -hmm. We recorded our album at Big Fish Studios in uh, San Diego here. And on the wall, they also recorded two major Christian bands. And there's their, like, what, platinum and gold records yeah, on the wall? Yeah, <laughs> and Switchfoot. 
Yeah. Both of their platinum platinum <laughs> records on the wall. So we have a picture of us flipping off their records on the wall because <laughs> we're the atheist band infiltrating their place where they made their big records. And oh, you're it's getting into their safe space. Hilarious. This is good news. <laughs> yes. Oh, safe spaces. <laughs> <laughs> the the name of your next album? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, and hopefully we'll get to invade their safe space of the of the radio as well. <laughs> this I'd like to see, you know. But even if it was just less Nickelback and more Monster on Sunday, I think everyone would be a winner. <laughs> yeah, uh, I couldn't. Ultimately, it is a goal of ours to have on satellite radio an entire section that says atheist music or non-religious music, something like that, and then you can get jazz and this, that, and the other. You know, Shelley could be there under like acoustic or easy listening we could be there under hard rock and all these different levels you know that'd be awesome that would be awesome that, that we're beginning to see this with some roku channels i think over in the u.s there's oh. quite a bit more secular content in a dedicated channel happening but at the moment it's all very spread around isn't it you actively have to seek it out to be able to find exactly what it is you're after yeah you can't just go on xm radio and be like i'm gonna go listen to the atheist station or the one of 50 of them if it's like christian radio it'd be like more like 150 or something crazy like that yeah it's all spread out speaking of roku we are also releasing everything on uh, atheist tv which is on roku yeah so or on Christmas. <laughs> or on Christmas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one. Now that's a topic for another time. Since you've been in this movement, have you noticed growth in the category? So are there more and more atheist bands coming to light? I don't know. Uh, I mean, as far as the the way that we think about the topic, where every song on our album relates to it and we plan to continue that with every one of our albums i don't know if anybody's really doing that a lot of people write a song maybe an album that relates to the topic and then you know they'll say something like i'm done time to move on and, and do other things so i don't really think that anybody is focusing on it the way that we are so this is uh, an unofficial shout out to anyone there who knows how to hold a guitar to get together and create your own atheist rock band or, or similar or just take the, the the christian music tunes and just change the lyrics around that'd be fun yeah. and please <laughs> actually if there is any atheist themed bands especially here in california where we're at or in the u.s we search and search to try to find other bands that can open for us or be a part of shows that we do and it's really hard to find other acts so if you are one please contact us on our website because that would be great. Where can, what is your website? For a show. It is really difficult. Monsteronsunday.com. Mm, that's tricky. <laughs> Guys, we might slow that down. Monsteronsunday.com. Yeah. Could, could you sing us, Don't just, could you sing us the website tally? Because I understand we can, uh, we can understand what the lyrics are. Go. Wait, what? <laughs> sing us the website. Sing the website name. Just, just throw it to the song Monster on Sunday and add.com, I guess. The Monster on Sunday. The Monster on Sunday. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh. go. Dot com. The Monster. On Sunday, 
There's the applause uh, sound effect. That's the darkest thing we've ever done. <laughs> oh, welcome to the herd mentality. It's 45 minutes of dorkiness every, well, once a month. <laughs> yeah, we are quite dorks. So, so where, are you, where are you appearing next, guys? That is a good question. Uh, right now, we don't have exactly a full calendar, but we are trying to get together something pretty big and pretty cool uh, that we can't make an announcement on as of yet. We're just a mom and pop shop here and we have a baby, so we can only put on, you know, so many shows. It's really expensive to tour and things. So that's why we're releasing this live video because we have so many requests from all over the world, from there in Australia and other countries. Um, when are you coming to Canada? When are you coming to Australia? When are you coming to Russia? And it's like, probably not anytime right away. So <laughs> here we're releasing this uh, live video so they can put it on their big screen TV and get the whole Monster on Sunday concert experience no matter where they're at. That's so a very fun cool. opportunity. Drink but. heavily and discuss Dawkins. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're hoping that maybe uh, we can start a little thing where people enjoy this on Christmas Day or something as part of the war on Christmas, you know. A little tradition. Or send, get it as a gift and send it to family members who might be religious. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. My parents would really appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure they would love it. But for those who would like to appreciate it themselves, we're going to just pop in a little track of yours right here. Would you guys like to do the intro for it? Lay it down. This is going to be just like you. So this is from our, our first music video and first single off of our first album, Baby Eater. We kind of take some inspiration from Richard Dawkins and turn it into a kick-ass song. Your God is, your God is, your God is, your God is, your God is just like you, just like you, Genocidal 
from a high. (laughs) (laughs) It was too kick-ass for me. Anything else you guys would like to plug? Well, absolutely. Okay, so uh, we just wanted to say that if you like our band, you like our music, and you want to help support, you can support us by liking, sharing our videos that you find on YouTube. You could also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Of course, we already mentioned you can go to our website, monsteronsunday.com. You can purchase merchandise there. We have CDs, we have T-shirts, and all a full line of merch there that's really fun uh, for you. You can also donate through our website and help us get album two out faster. Ooh. Do you need and a recording then, studio? Because I've got one down here in uh, in Sydney. It's um, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> A bit far. Maybe a live performance out on the beach. Yes, that would be good guess. <laughs> so, guys, I understand you have a better outro than anything I would be able to knock together. Um, I hope so. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. All right. And we are Monster, Monster on Sunday! <laughs> <laughs> Don't wake the baby. Too late. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for coming on The Herd Mentality. Thanks for having having us. Herd Mentalists, hear me. Questionable Adam here from the year 2018. I might sound like I'm an old man, but the truth of the matter is that Emperor Trump's presidency has aged me 60 years and 12 months. I'm communicating with you in the past via a Republican's hacked email server which is hosted in Russia on dial-up AOL. I sent this audio file over a year ago and it got caught in the Kremlin spam filter. It's taken this long to reach the intended recipient that confusingly there was no time travel required at all. Now the world is in turmoil. Burrito prices have skyrocketed and mariachi bands roam the streets all around the world enforcing compulsory sombreros. Milliners are the fastest-growing employment category. Women and children are terrified to leave their homes for fear of being subjected to unwelcome vihuela strumming. But you can help change this bleak future. Just like Daniel, Rick, Jeff, Alan, Dalen, who pledged to support the show at patreon.com slash herdmentality. These fine individuals help cover the hosting costs for the show, fund my taco addiction, and most importantly... 10% of the proceeds from the show go to helping women in developing countries to further their education using the Herd Mentality Lending Team at Kiva.org. Our team has 34 members, 555 loans in 45 countries and a total of $15,400 out there helping women. It's a phenomenal effort. And from this podcast episode alone, we've just made additional loans to Sarah in Lebanon, Chung in Vietnam, Leah in Georgia, Liz in Paraguay, Felicia in Ghana, Nga in Vietnam, Amanui in Armenia, Blanca in Paraguay, and Manzura in Tajikistan. Thank you all for making this possible. Patrons get early access to Splinter Views as they're produced before they appear on the show. 
there's also another unrelated splinter view for you to enjoy. Also, thank you for the entertaining reviews you've been leaving on iTunes. They make my day. In the past, my, my past day. This makes no sense at all. Now I must run, as this polonium 210 I had for lunch is making me a little queasy. Ta-ta! vacation thing very much and if I do I always go to my own places because I have great places thanks Adam and keep it up talk to you again soon